This is the redeemed Christian Church of God, more than conquer perish. Father, we bless your name once again this morning. See how far your grace has brought us. We want to just thank you again. We can't thank you enough. We can't worship you enough. Hallow is your name. You are alive this morning. You are here this morning with your angel, with the entourage of angel, worshiping you. Father, this morning, as we go into your world, Lord, you have the word of life. We have nowhere to go to except for you, your place. We have come this morning. Please, Father, whatever may be dead in the life of your people, Lord Jesus, you rose up on the third day, that which, oh Lord, you have prepared for your children this morning. It will not elude them. Every good thing that is dead in their body, in their homes, in their spirit, in their homes, in their marriages, this morning, by your power, the same power that raised Jesus up from the dead, let the same power begin to raise those things back to life. Let there be total restoration. For in Jesus' mighty name, we have worship. Please jam your hands together for Jesus. He is alive, is alive, is alive, is alive. Celebrate Jesus as the King of glory. He is the Lord of Lords, is the ancient of days. Worship him, worship him. We bless your name. Thank you, Father. For in Jesus' mighty name, we have worship. Amen. Please take your seat. Even if we take the entire day worshiping him, is not enough. Brethren, it's not enough. Um, I'd like to wish every one of us, our families, happy Easter. And I pray for you that the reason for Easter, Christ the Savior, who is alive and alive forevermore, the reason for Easter will manifest speedily in your life and in the name of Jesus. I pray for you in this Easter. This will be the Easter you will live to remember for good in Jesus' name. Now, from where we have um, taken our study this morning, there are a lot of things that the Lord is, um, is going to be revealing to us. So we're not going to read the passage because uh, we've taken the passage already. But this morning, briefly, we are looking at the topic titled, Christ is Risen. Let's say it together. Christ is Risen. One more time. Christ is risen. Hallelujah. I'd like to just begin with a, a story, a personal story. While I was growing up um, in our community many years ago, I found out that Easter is also a time whereby for us as children, because we were so poor from our home it's also a time whereby there will be a lot of food and chicken for us but there's something striking that I found out about Easter when I compare it with Christmas is that I don't see much energy excitement during Easter period unlike the way we used to be excited about Christmas how many people can bear me witness to that yes and then I was pondering, what is the difference? Christmas, we are celebrating the birth of Christ. Easter, we are celebrating the resurrection. Should uh, the resurrection diminish 
as far as celebration. So those things, being a child in those days, it doesn't make sense for us. What we're looking forward to was the rise, was all the good things that would come. That was all. But there is something that I won't forget. Then we used to attend Anglican Church. On Easter uh, Friday, uh, where they call it Good Friday, because that was reported to be, you know, historically, uh, that was the day that he was killed. And so, you know, the entire world just decided to mark that day. And so that's why it was good. And I pray for you, good things will happen in your life. I say glorious things are coming into your life. This Easter, we all shine good things into your life. Glorious things and things are turning around for your good in the name of Jesus. Now, two stories I have to tell you this morning. As the Lord has given them to me. So one is possible. And then the second, we look at one from the Bible. And so, during Easter Sunday, we come to church. Just like many of us are in church or many of you are at home. And uh, we worship God. We listen to the man of God and so on. And then we go back home. Is that what, is that what all about you know, Easter? And then, on Monday, which is where I'm going, we have this hill. We call it Galilee in my place. So we have this hill. On Monday, we, the children, will be queuing up, looking for people that have rights, families that are rich, to tag with them. Because it's a far place, so we will go. We will join them. We'll go to the mountain. While I was growing up, nobody explained to me why we have to go to Monday on, on, on Monday. Nobody told me. So for us, was that we were just following. They say, oh, let's go. We were so excited. And when we get to the mountain, it's not as if we are going to take money there or we are going to eat. When we got there, the Reverend Father, because it was Anglican, the Reverend Father, we, you know, we pray and then we sing, we sing him, we dance, we dance, we dance. After some time, then we come back home. That aspect, Jesus is alive. Now that I'm here, now that I'm able to read the Bible and I can understand by the help of the Holy Ghost, now I know why in those days they take us to the mountain on Mondays. Jesus Christ died and he told his disciples, meet me in Galilee. And when you get there, he appeared to them. So that means quite growing up, what that meant was that I was supposed to see Jesus on that mountain. Growing up. Even though I didn't have that proper explanation. So brethren, we need to understand the need for Easter. Jesus died and he rose again. Now, there's also a story. There was a story of a king. This king had a vineyard. A very mighty vineyard. And so, because he was about to embark on a journey, so he decided to appoint an husbandman, like a caretaker, somebody to look after his property. And so he embarked on his journey and told him and said, please, look after this uh, vineyard for me. I have invested a lot in it. Make sure nothing is damaged from there. And uh, the king embarked on his journey. And so when it was time for harvest, he was expecting returns from the husband man. So he sent his servants. He sent some of his best servants. He said, go, go and tell them, go and see how they are doing. And when they got to the husband, I said, well, our, 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 our leader, our master said we should check on you and also to get some profits from you. But 
surprisingly the husband man decided they took each of the servant one by one they killed some they stole some they maligned them they called them different names they tear their garment I thought the king would be upset but this husband you know the, the king did, wasn't upset it's okay no problem then he recruited another best servant and sent them over again into his vineyard he said please go to the husband and tell him i'm expecting some profit from you and uh, <laughs> interestingly they did the same thing to the batch of servants they killed them they slaughtered them they stoned them and then at a point you know say okay let's see maybe they will respect uh, my maybe they will respect me maybe they will respect me so he decided that okay he wasn't even going to send any of his servant anymore what he decided to do at that point was that to send his heir the heir the heir to the throne like his only son he sent him he said go to the, the, the husband man please go and see how he's doing and get me profit i'm looking forward to great things to the surprise of the of the of the of the vine owner the king they also killed his only son they did not even they were not mindful of the fact that this is the only son of the king they killed him and now the same thing the entire world today we are celebrating the death and resurrection of jesus christ jesus christ is the only is that is the is the heir the only son of the father that was sent into the world. Other prophets like Elijah has been sent. Other prophets like Moses has been sent. Other prophets like Isaiah has been sent. Elisha has been sent. Jeremiah has been sent. Micah has been sent. Zephaniah. All of them. Joel. Paul the apostles has been sent. But what did they do? They killed them. They strangle them. And so God decided, okay, well, at this point, I'm going to send my only son. And he sent Jesus Christ. But what did the world do again? They killed him. Brethren. But the good news is this. Is that the same son that was killed is alive. I say is alive. I say is alive. So that story you can find in the book of Matthew chapter 21. Verse 33 to 40. Now. Christ is risen. Brethren, the fact is, and even the, all the even scientists these days are coming to terms to agree with this truth. The fact is, Jesus Christ died like any other human beings, and he was buried. He died on the cross, and uh, Joseph Aramatia. And uh, brother Zacchaeus, I mean, the, uh, Nico, uh, is it Zacchaeus or Nicholas? And uh, Nicodemus. Two of them, they were rich people, but they were secret followers. They didn't want people to know that they were Jesus' uh, disciples. So they went to Pilate and said, Please, can we have his body? And then they, they collected his body and went and buried him in a garden, in a sepulchre that has never been used. Now, so he died and he was buried. Normally when a man dies, when a woman dies, they bury the person. That was what they did for Jesus. Now, follow me. What makes his death really unique is the introduction of the cross. In history, brethren, even before now, until now, 
It is abnormal to bury, you know, to hang a man on the tree. I don't know, maybe your culture where there are different cultures here. But maybe, maybe your own culture, I don't know whether in your culture when they want to bury somebody, they hang him on the tree. Or when they want to kill somebody, they say because the man is so wealthy, so they carve a special tree. No. That's why the Bible says, cause. Anyone that is hung on the tree is cause. What does that tell us? So Jesus Christ died. But what makes his death really unique that we should pay attention to? The introduction of the cross of Jesus. Now, Numbers chapter 21, verse 8 to 7. Numbers 21, verse 8 to 7. Just follow me as the Lord is taking us gradually this morning. We are looking at the topic, Christ is risen. The risen Savior is alive. Numbers 21, verse 8 to 7. And the Lord said unto Moses, Make thee a fiery serpent, and set it upon a pole, and it shall come to pass, that everyone, and that time is now, if you are beaten by COVID-19, look unto the serpent. Look up unto the cross. If you are beaten by poverty, look up to the cross. If you are beaten by HIV, look up to the cross. If you are beaten by sickness, look up to the cross. He said, if it shall come to pass. Go ahead, read that verse again, sir. And it shall come to pass. That everyone that is beaten, if the government can look up to Jesus, there is a solution there. Go ahead. Shall live. Uh -huh. Okay. And it came, look at it. And it's coming to pass for you this morning. I said, It's coming to pass for you this morning. That today is your own day of turnaround. Today, as you look onto the cross, things will turn around. You will live, you will not die. I say, You will live, you will not die. You will not be victim of COVID 19. In the name of Jesus. Why am I so sure? Jesus Christ. He was hanged on the cross. Go ahead, sir. And it came to pass. Uh-huh. Now, COVID-19 is beating the entire nation. He came to pass. Go ahead. Uh-huh. If the person can just have a chance and do like this and look up. Go ahead. He lived. Thank you, sir. He lived. All you need to do is be here. Just look. It's as simple as that. So, brethren, now follow me. So, we said, one. The fact is, he died. He was buried. And the normal procedure for burial, globally, before Jesus, during Jesus, and even till now, is that when a man died, put him on the ground. But his own death, what makes his unique was that he was hanged on the tree first. That is what makes him so unique. He was hanged on the tree. Now, also, look at uh, John chapter 3, verse 14. This same Jesus that is alive this morning and is here, he also he was talking to that secret followers called Nicodemus. John chapter 3, verse 14. Uh-huh. Uh 
look at Jesus Christ referencing what Moses did. And he was simply talking about himself. He said that is how he was going to be lifted up. Go ahead. That whosoever so meaning that remember in the wilderness God told them just be ready, just look up and you leave. Now Jesus Christ is also saying the same time, the same thing. Whosoever, whosoever, Christian, Muslim, Buddhist, atheist, whosoever, go ahead, sir. Should not perish. But have eternal life. Shout hallelujah. Say, shout hallelujah. You may take your seat, sir. So, which wasn't normal in the days, in, in his days on earth, and even till now. So, it's not normal that a man, before he died, then the family would just decide and, you know, and hang him on the tree, nail his hand. It's not normal. Even till now. It's not normal. Now, follow me. Number three. The major difference though is the same Jesus rose on the third day to fulfill the scripture now we are looking at some key things to help you understand that Christ is risen and that he is the real Christ himself now the scripture in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 15 where we read yesterday as many of you that read it during the workers meeting at home 1 Corinthians chapter 15 Read from us uh, from verse 3, sir. Brethren, more than conqueror parish, I deliver unto you. Uh huh. Which I also receive. Okay. How that Christ died for your sin. According to the scripture, what that meant is that you see, it has been prophesied. People like Elijah. They've, they've said it ahead thousands of years even before he was conceived so according to the scripture go ahead and that he was buried and that he rose again, and that he rose again. The, third the third day look at it again according to the scripture uh -huh. thank you sir for now next you see we have heard also of other men who attempt to rise. And we're told of how thunder strike one of them. The Bible says something striking in the book of Romans chapter 8 verse 11. And that scriptures in the last few days has been turning me around. And they say I can never be sick. No organ in my body will fail. Look at it. Sir, do you know? Okay, uh, we don't have to. I will have asked our medical expert in the house to explain something. When, they, when spirit depart from a man, the organs begin to decay immediately. Jesus Christ died, he was buried. So that means all the organs, they did what? The organs too. They all went asleep. But the Bible says something in Romans chapter 8. Go ahead, sir. There's a spirit, and that was the same spirit that the Lord has been introducing to you in the last few weeks in this house. And that spirit is the Holy Ghost. Go ahead, sir. If the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you, 
Uh -huh. He shall also quicken your mortal body. Rise up on your feet. Rise up on your feet. On your feet. Rise up. Begin to speak into your body. Maybe you are sick now. This is the time to take it. I am the Lord. Die. I am the Lord. I send my word I in your disease. I am the Lord, your healer. Now, maybe you are sick in your body. This is the time to take your healing. It has been a time. If the spirit of him that raised up Christ from the dead dwell it in you, he shall also quicken your mortal body. What, what part of your mortal body right now? Check it. Your legs, your eyes, your bones, your teeth. Check it. Check it. If the spirit, do you know that, that the spirit we are talking about, the Holy Ghost, he went to the grave. He began to produce another organ. Everything was working fine again. I mean, we're talking about a dead body for three days, thinking. But then, there's a spirit that came upon that grave. And when that spirit came upon that grave, then the liver began to come back. The kidney began to get formed. The eyes were formed again. Everything began to come back again. The spirit of him that raised Christ off from the grave, from the dead. If it dwelleth in you, that is why as believer, you need the Holy Ghost in your life. He quickened your spirit. Christ is risen, brethren. He is no longer dead. For in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Thank you. You may take your seat. God is a miracle walker. God is a glorious God, my God is, God is, yeah, a miracle walker, hey, my God is, a glorious God. Now you see, maybe doctor had given up over your family, they've given up over your sister, They've given up over that friend of yours. They said, for this one, uh, just, just is enough. We can't do anything. We are sorry. For as long as the person is still alive, the spirit of him that raised Jesus Christ from the dead, if that spirit steps in, that was the same spirit that stepped in and rose Lazarus up from the grave after four days. So the spirit, that same spirit is still alive. And that was the same spirit that raised Jesus Christ up. So maybe you are sick in your body. Or maybe any family of member of yours is afflicted with one affliction or the other. The spirit of him that raised Christ up, the Holy Ghost, will come upon you this morning. And will deliver you in the name of Jesus. Now, what does Christ's resurrection mean to you?
What does it mean to you? What does it mean to you? God is a mirror. Number one. It means that someone died for you to secure a place in eternity. Christ is risen. It simply means there is someone who died. He doesn't have to die. But he died. I was reading how they were piercing him on his side. They put a pierce. And the Bible said that water and blood gushed out from there. They broke the bones of, uh, of the two armed robbers. But the Bible said that the scripture might be fulfilled. That his bone, none of his bone was broken. They pierced his back. If I said, I am thirsty. He said, I'm thirsty. And the Bible said that a vinegar what we use vinegar for in my home is that we pour vinegar into the drainage to clear up the kitchen drainage. So vinegar is like a chemical. And all they could offer him because of you so that he can secure a place for you in eternity. All they could offer him at that time was vinegar. Vinegar. All they could offer him was like poison so that he can die once and for all. So Christ died for you. When we say Christ is risen, it simply means to me that there is somebody that took my place. The death that I was supposed to die, somebody had taken it over. The sin that I was supposed to be accused of by Satan, somebody has paid it all. For Jesus paid it all. He paid it all. He paid it all. He paid it all. Oh, I am a He paid it with his blood. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. He paid for your sin. That's why you can. You are not destined for hell fire. You belong to heaven because somebody paid for it. He asked for water, they gave him vinegar because of you. The nail is hand. Blood gush out. One of the soldiers uses his, his spear and pierced his one side of him, and water and blood came out for you. Then why do you still want to go to hell? Why are you still living in sin? If somebody has paid it all. for you to have a better understanding of picture. You see, you need to watch Passion of the Cross all the time. As a person, there's no way I watch it that I won't cry. 
there is there's just no way internally i begin to feel that sensation of that cry that this is what somebody could do and by then even when he did this my daddy and mommy had not even come together that's why the bible said even to them that we believe so he has made provisions for everything so brethren now back to the first story that i shared while growing up so if you ask me between christmas why is it that people don't celebrate Easter the way they will celebrate Christmas? It's because they don't have understanding of what it means. They don't know that there's a power that raised him up from the grave. And he's alive. That tells you he's not a fake God. He's a living God. He's a living God. Now, let's look at the book of... Tom, your Bible went to the book of um, um, uh, John. John. Please read chapter 19 from verse 28. Just go ahead, sir. The, the, key, the man on the keyboard. He paid it all. Uh -huh. See what they did because of you. That you may just have a place beside the Father. Just for you to have a place. Go ahead. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. He said he was thirsty. And then go ahead. Vinegar, they gave him poison to drink on your behalf. Go ahead. Uh huh. Okay. And they put it on his mouth. Remember, they put him on the cross. They hang him on the tree, so they, their hand could not even reach there. They just use one iron and put it in his mouth, just for me. Go ahead. When he had received it, uh huh. Uh huh. You see, I don't know medically how long it takes for a man to drink poison and remain alive. They gave him vinegar. All this is that the scripture might be fulfilled. Not that the vinegar had power over him. It's that the scripture, my word, might be fulfilled. Go ahead, sir. Uh-huh. And gave up the guns. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Okay. Uh huh. Uh huh. Okay. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Okay. Uh huh. Blood and water came out from his side. Uh huh. Okay. Uh huh. Uh huh. For these things we are done. That the scripture should be fulfilled. Go ahead. Uh huh. Okay. Uh huh. They shall look on him on whom they pierced. Uh huh. Okay. Okay. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh 
Okay. Uh -huh. Thank you, sir. Now, Luke chapter 23. This is the, we will take this one point and we end the first service. And then we will look at the remaining point in the second service. He paid it all. He paid it all. They gave him vinegar because of me. They pierced his side because of me. Lord, because of me. You gave up your life on the cross of Calvary, shedding your blood for me. What more can I say? What more? What more can I do? Uh -huh. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Because of you, he drank vinegar. Because of your children, he drank vinegar. They know them, they know them, but he's alive.
Luke chapter 23 and read from verse 26. Uh huh. Uh huh. Okay. Okay. Uh huh. Okay. Uh huh. He was. Look at the open shame. He could command the legions of angels that were at his service at that time. I said, destroy these people. But you see, why he had to go that far is this. One reason is this. Just for you. You see, there was no way man could save man. God had to come down himself. I mean, imagine, imagine like a, a Toyota manufacturer produce a version of Toyota. He can as well just crush it and produce another one. God did not say, well, let me wipe out these people. He said, what I'm going to do is this. I have a plan. I'm going to go down. I will go down in the form of a son. And what the Bible says that when even despite he came, we beheld his glory. We lightly esteem him. We laugh him to scorn. Go ahead, sir. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh -huh. Okay. Weep not for me. Weep for yourself and for your children. For behold, the days are coming. Uh huh. Okay. 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 Uh huh. Uh huh. Okay. 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 Uh huh. Aha. Uh -huh. They were meant to die. See another exchange there. Go ahead. Uh huh. That is why we call it the cross of Calvary. Go ahead. Uh huh. Because Calvary was the place where they positioned the cross. Go ahead. And then, uh huh. Okay. Uh -huh. And they said, Jesus, that should be your prayer now. Go ahead. Forgive them. Uh -huh. When you go back to sin, you are nailing him back to the cross. You are simply saying, give him another vinegar. Rise up on your feet. Christ is risen. Is risen. Can you just take a, take a few seconds and think about what he, what he went through? Just for you. Are there ways you have been piercing him again? Telling the soldiers, give him another vinegar. Oh, because of me. That I may have a place in eternity. about your own life how 
are you reciprocating this love, brethren? Those of you at home, how are you reciprocating it? Are you not reciprocating it with wickedness and sin? Yet somebody was given vinegar because of you. You even hear some people, they say they want to go to hell. Why do you want to go to hell? When somebody has already taken your place. Why do you choose to continue to pierce him on the side? With your lifestyle. Lift up to your two hands. Lift up to your two hands. Tell him this morning. Say, Lord Jesus, I want every one of you to pray, even as we sing that song. Now, I want you to pray. You are going to say, Lord Jesus. Say, Lord Jesus, thank you for dying for me. Thank you for going through all this because of me to secure a place for me in heaven. Now, go ahead and make that your prayer of thanksgiving. Make that your prayer of thanksgiving. Make that your prayer of thanksgiving. If you can look to the cross, if you can look to the cross, you will live. That your 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 your, your baby will live. That your husband will live. The nations are healed from COVID-19, but look to the cross. Father, pray this prayer. Say the power that raised Jesus from the dead fall on me. Go ahead and make that your prayer. Make that your prayer. Make that your prayer. 